Hi and welcome to the Demand Matrix podcast series Sunny Side Up. I'm Paroma. I'll be your host for the day. Hi Julia, bonjour. Welcome to the Sunny Side Up podcast hosted by Demand Matrix. It's our pleasure to have you here today. How are you? I'm very well and you. Thank you so much for receiving me. It's all our pleasure. We're happy to have you here today and uh, basically we've invited you to help us and talk to us about enterprise relationship management and uh, to have you share some key advice and key tips for our listeners today. So let's begin with you telling the audience a little bit about yourself, Julia, and it would be great if you can also tell them a little bit about your past work experiences, a little mm-hmm. bit about your hobbies, and then of course a little bit about your current role at Glassdoor. Yeah, perfect. So, yeah, basically I'm French. I moved to London about 8-9 years ago now. So, I'm passionate by sports, basketball in particular. I love music actually. Playing a band, uh, which is really cool. And in the past, I've been working in a lot of different domains. So I was working in wine, I was working in a bit of marketing, lead generation, video conferencing. And now I'm working in recruiting and branding solution at Glassdoor. And to give you a bit more detail about what is Glassdoor, basically it's the, the world's largest job recruiting site in, in the world. So we just help a job seeker to find a job that fits their life. And for the employers, we help them recruit and hire really quality talent. And that makes a big difference. That sounds amazing. So tell us what a typical day at work is like for you at Glassdoor. It's quite simple. So I like to wake up early. I like to wake up between 5 and 6 a.m. Then I'm going directly to the gym, you know, getting mm-hmm. the hair in the lungs. And I'm usually going to work quite early. I like to get earlier than anyone else to make sure it's really quiet. I can check my important emails, define my priorities for the day and organize my client meetings as well. I will also plan internal meetings if we have to, because that's quite important. And usually that my day is sorted. And at the end of the day, I will always try to define the next day or the rest of the week before I actually go. But sort of what I actually think is that I like to make each day really a fun day. That may sound a bit uh, silly, but I think like in my day-to-day work, what's quite interesting and what's fun is always like Mm -hmm. finding new strategy for my client and for the business. Okay. That sounds a little bit like my day as well, but obviously you have a little more structure to your day. That's great. Can you tell us what some of the top enterprise relationship management tactics that you follow at Glassdoor are, especially the ones that really help optimize results? Yeah, sure. So the main reason employers come to Glassdoor initially is because they know that our users and what we call informed candidates are quality and they won't really find them anywhere else. So that's one of the main reasons. And one of the techniques I usually use, it's like in the banking industry, you know, is the KYC technique. It's like know your right. customers. And what I like to do is meet them as soon as they they intend to buy your product even before they actually sign a contract because that's the right time to sort of define priorities making sure they are buying the right product for them so it starts actually before the actual sale i like to meet with the right people challenging them as well why did they buy my solution or solution because if they don't know why they buy it you might be in trouble (laughs) for a while so i like to define that quite early and defining goals early is really the key to success, particularly in relationship management. And, you know, it's about how you actually define how you can use your solution. That's something will have a direct impact on your client's business. And I think it's all about knowing your customers like the KYC and banking industry. 
Absolutely. So can you share some tips for teams within the B2B and tech marketing space, especially what are some of the best ways for them to succeed better at enterprise level relationship management? Very good question. So that's interesting because I actually had a chat with one of my colleagues recently about this and we think like it's all about customization, uh, no mass email. Like you can't have something sent to everyone. People will know that you sent it to everyone and you will have absolutely no impact. I don't reply to general email as well. It's about as well having the right message for the right person at the right time. And you can actually discover that because thanks to the relationships you built with people. I'm saying people, not company, but people. That's really important to make the difference for me. And I think when you are in that space, you have to have the right mindset. You have to be a business owner. You have to be a partner. And not just a random sales guy trying to, you know, sell something. People will know that you're trying to sell something. Exactly. Uh, People want authenticity. Exactly. Exactly. And it's all about treating your clients like you could treat your colleague, you know. And usually when I have, uh, when I speak with clients, I never use the word client. I don't like it. And Mm -hmm. let me explain you why. You always use partnership. It's a partnership. It's not a client to vendor relationship. We are partnering together to make sure that we're going to achieve our goals. And I think that's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So obviously in all of this, especially as an account manager or when you're playing within the enterprise level relationship management space, identifying the right triggers so that you can identify the right time to upsell or cross sell other products Mm -hmm. or in the product line or the range within the company. That's very crucial. So what are some of your best practices to address this and how can, you know, B2B marketers also capitalize on this? What are the best ways and what are the sentiments they should follow Mm -hmm. and identify the right time to cross sell or upsell something? Yeah, it's a really good question. I think, you know, if you speak to anyone in account management or relationship management space, they will tell you, you have to have monthly calls, quarterly Mm -hmm. business reviews, yearly reviews, let them know about the next product that you're going to release on your roadmap. That's one part of it. But then you have like internal indicators that you can find yourself, actually. So are they using your product a lot? Are they using your solution? Do they find it actually useful in their daily job do they actually want to share with the whole company do we want to say this is an amazing solution that we are using and how happy are they in general with your solution that's internal indicators that you can find out simply by talking to them to your mm-hmm. client to your partner because that's something if you are not promoting your solution obviously they might not be interested for upselling or cross-selling and Absolutely. then there will be external indicators you know you have to have company news you know i know like on linkedin you sometimes you follow your prospect as well making sure that you can see which latest trends or latest product they're gonna have new offices they're gonna build following all the activities if they get any investments and it also go by picking up the phone you know and just asking people asking what the are right they up questions. to exactly yeah. Exactly. So what are some of the typical challenges you're seeing B2B and tech marketers face when they're dealing with these roles currently in the marketplace? Um, Yeah, I think one of the main challenges that I've seen that I face as well is that sometimes you can be dealing with the wrong people. Uh, Mm -hmm. You don't know, you can have someone that wants to take responsibility, but it's not really what they're supposed to do. You can have as well the wrong message to your clients. And sometimes your client can buy your product for the wrong reason. And on top of that, they might not see value at the end of it and mm-hmm. there will be competition that will come up. And I think if you like the sort of relationship building skills with your clients, they won't trust you and that will have a direct impact on the way you're going to have even more challenges throughout the time and that will play into the game. But as well, 
you have to think about what's happening in the global economy, how is impacting your client business. And that goes back to the business partner, business owner uh, mindset, making right. sure that you know exactly what's happening to avoid mm-hmm. these, these challenges. Absolutely. So obviously, you know, with the influx of so many tools and technologies currently to, you know, enable the efforts of, you know, all of these roles, be it someone in marketing or enterprise relationship management as well. There are a lot of mm-hmm. MarTech and sales tech tools in the space, in this space currently to enable their efforts. How do you see the role of an enterprise relationship manager evolve because of all of this? As you say in the role, relationship is the main word, is the key word in that role. That's something that I actually think is quite important about caring about the social currency. And what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is you have to actually feel a sense of value when associating with your brand or product, you know. It's about humanizing what you're actually doing, and that will always generate loyalty, word of mouth, and as well virality in your product for your organization. That comes actually from uh, Pierre Bourdieu, you know, the social capital theory. That actually relate to increasing one sense of community, you know, granting access to information and knowledge. A shared it, economy, yeah. Exactly. It's all about being someone to your client, be a human, you know, seeing them face to face, use video conferencing. Now you can meet people by video everywhere in the world, so that's not an issue. And um, yeah, it's all about... Are they renewing for your solution or are they renewing because they actually want to collaborate with you on something that's being built? I think that's what's going to make the difference. Are you someone to your client or are you just a product? That's a very interesting angle to look at. So according to you, what are some of the MarTech sales tech products that would gain more attention in the coming months to enable efforts within the B2B marketplace? There's actually quite a few ones. The first one that I really love is Dialpad, simply because I think it's a great tool and to help as well a sales team, making sure that they have the right information, they have the, they do their calls right, and I think that's making a big difference. Zoom as well, that's quite big already, but Zoom in terms of video conferencing really changed the market, and using Zoom with your clients, even for marketing campaign, is really key, I think, to mm-hmm. maintain that relationship. Another one that I really like is Outreach. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yes, um, I've heard of it, but I've never used it. So. Yeah, it's it's actually a great tool. And you can actually send emails to your client, making sure you have mm-hmm. the right template, follow it, have the right information at the right time. And that goes through another platform that's called Segment. And right. Segment is actually an amazing tool because that's a little code that you will have on your website. And mm-hmm. that will gather all the data from your visitor and send it to every solution that you have in your company. And if you actually combine segment with another solution that's called Matkudu, which is predictive mm-hmm. lead scoring, you're guaranteed that all the information you will have on your lead with the lead scoring, it's guaranteed that you will come to your client, where you will pick up the phone, call them, and you will have the right information and you will exactly know what's happening. And I think... These five solutions are really key for the years to come to make sure that your business is going to be really productive and you're going to be sustainable on the long term. That's an amazing insight. Thank you so much for sharing this wonderful angle again with us, Mm -hmm. Julian. So, you know, I I think this made for an amazing conversation. You shared some very interesting inputs on enterprise relationship management today. Are there any key takeaways or a few words of advice you'd like to share as a parting thought? Yeah, so... I think it's, it's a bit different from what you actually learn at school, but I always say, be yourself. That may okay. sound silly, but it's always, you know, you have to see yourself, the value in how you actually, what you're doing will make a difference in people's life, no matter what you do. It's about avoiding empty talk and focus on what's important. You don't want to waste people's time is 
the most important resource in this world. And it's about yeah, loving your job, loving your life first. And I think as soon as you're happy with your life, you will automatically be happy with your job and you wouldn't be able to make a difference. It's all about, all about having Don't your life mindset. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Thank you, Julian. That was an amazing conversation. And hopefully we'll have you back again in some time for a debate on maybe marketing and sales next time. Yeah. Take care, Julian. Have an awesome day. Au revoir. Au revoir.